0: Gay Essay Radio with are Family. I'm Hendrik and today coming to you from Cape Town and uh, we've got a special hour lined up for you. We're going to talk about the theatre and uh, producing a play. What does it take to put a play on? And I've got a great bunch of people here with me from Mishmash Media Productions. Good morning guys.
1: Hey all you fabulous people.
0: <laughs> so let's quickly do some introductions. Everybody just introduce themselves and uh, then we'll... Uh, Tell everybody what we're going to talk about, and then we'll get into the conversation in just a few moments. So, uh, Zana, I think we we'll start with you.
2: Hi there. Uh, I'm Zana Rex. Uh, good morning, firstly. I'm 27 years old, and I have just moved to Cape Town fairly recently. But I'm loving the local Isleke, and it's awesome to be a part of this. Where are you from? I'm actually from Durban.
0: Oh, okay. Which part? West. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I yeah. stayed just up the hill there, uh, close to the university. Actually, it's funny. Yeah. So, difference between Durban and Cape Town. Definitely weather.
2: My hair doesn't go crazy, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't feel like I need a shower the whole day. But I am loving the weather here. Yeah, it's it's just it's very nice. It's a bit dry. But- Okay,
0: awesome. okay, Tash, we're with you next.
3: Yes, hi, uh, Tash Taylor, I have lived in Cape Town my entire life. I was only in Durban once for a week, didn't like it much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yes, I act in the play, I've, I write,
0: yes. Okay, well, we're gonna get <laughs> into all, all of that <laughs> yes. in just a few yes, moments. Yes. But um, now, okay, you've been to Durban, you didn't like it. Mm, we're too, to too terribly <laughs> human. Uh, oh. Uh, I was there and it rained for two weeks once, it was horrible. If you were thinking anywhere else but Cape Town, which place would you choose, though?
3: Uh, Rivendell. I don't want to live anywhere else in the world, honestly. I have okay. travelled, and anywhere I go, I miss my home. It's, it's Cape Town. I, I mean, if I was forced, I'd go to Iceland, because it's, uh, they have, they're very ethical there. Uh, oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, they it is. use very little, like, what's the word? Like, coal electricity or that sort of thing? Not a thing. They have, mm. Steam
0: companies show of the ground that they are It's very uh, green. It's cool. Yeah. Very green country, yeah. Okay, and then uh, last but not least, Laura. So- Hi, yes, okay. Laura
1: Kate meets singer, songwriter, stage actress, transgender. What more can I say?
0: <laughs> Where are you from, originally?
1: Where am I from? I'm born and bred Cape Town.
0: Cape Townian yeah, yes. as well. Okay, you ever yeah. been to Bloemfontein?
1: Never, ever, <laughs> never, ever in my life. Yeah. Wait. I'd love to still go, but I haven't been there.
0: But you have traveled. Have you A bit um, um, seen a bit of the country?
1: Yes, mildly. The last time I was in Durban was probably 1996. So, ah. yeah, um, <laughs> I've traveled a bit here, but um, not that regularly. Here. Okay,
0: cool. So we're going to talk about something you wrote, Tash. It's a play called Ego. Yes. Okay. And uh, just briefly, where where is it on? Where is it going to be performed? So, we are opening on Tuesday,
3: first coming up at the Baxter on the Masambe stage. That is the basement stage,
0: uh, 60 seats, a very intimate space, which I think is actually quite perfect. It's a lovely little space Mm -hmm. for for shows of this nature, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm, So close to the audience as well. Very feeling, of course. Yes. So, we're going to talk about that today. Um, That's on our agenda. We're going to talk about ego, uh, not just the play, but. The ego in general yes. and all those sort of things attached to it um, so uh, that's all coming up uh, right here on gay essay radio where you are family so before we get into that let's play a bit of music now of course we always play lgbtq plus artists icons and allies so sit back relax and enjoy the music and we'll be back in just a few moments did you miss something on gay essay radio well you can always listen to the podcast just go to the website gay. Okay? www.co.za Click on podcasts, scroll down and listen to your heart's content. Gay SA Radio, where you are
1: family.
0: Gay SA Radio, where you are family. I'm Hendrik. Here we are. In Cape Town, I hope you enjoyed the music there, and um, yeah, there's some music in your play as well. We, we're going to get to that, Tash, in just a moment because we're talking about mishmash media productions and uh, the production of Ego that's coming up in the Baxter Theatre here in Cape Town uh, at the beginning of October 2019. So I've got uh, three guests here with me, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about. Well, let's start with Mishmash Media Productions. Uh, we, we've had you before, Tash, and we, we've spoken about some of the productions you've been in. Um, but tell us uh, briefly about the history of, of Mishmash and, and how it's run and who does what there. So Mishmash Media was founded by Regina Malone. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Uh, she had a partner at one point, but um, he had other business ventures um, that he had to see to So, She now runs it single-handedly, essentially... Um, she, I know, has quite a history in theatre. She's been acting for a long time and directing. She's actually got an all-female Othello show coming up at Artscape. Um, it'll be in November, I think. Yes, I think like, December. Oh, is it December? December, I, I think, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe yeah. early
0: December, I, I'm not sure exactly. All-female Othello. All-female Othello. All-female, oh, female. yes. Wow. I've seen an all-male Macbeth
1: okay oh, yeah okay. that was really
0: interesting yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. and i know she plans on doing an all-male um, romeo and juliet
3: oh yes, well, in
0: Afrikaans, yeah. yes. oh in
3: africa <laughs> yes. okay yeah.
0: but um regina
3: i know um has formal opera training uh very talented musician very talented director she also teaches uh singing does she not yes she yes. does actually um she works for ngo
0: things mm. um very
3: good lady very busy lady. Very busy.
0: Very busy. Like busy they say if you want something done, give it to a busy person, yes. and I think Regina is one of those yes. that gets things done. Eh? Yes. So, but but mishmash is is kind of sort of niche, isn't it it's not like mainstream thing. it's kind of more touches on on sort of queer issues absolutely like yeah that. not 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 specifically in always, but I mean, no frankly, not, not yeah. specifically
1: in always, but um even if you look at this production, like the majority of our cost um in ego is LGBTIQ, our mm-hmm. cost our crew, our directors mm-hmm. so it's like. Yeah, it's really representative. And I think it's, it's so so cool that there's a production company doing that mm. because, um, yeah, on stage...
0: Uh, and in the process addressing very serious issues in, in, in the community. Yes, right? Absolutely, so. yes. Definitely, I, I think for me and for anyone who is a writer out there who
3: has you know, queer issues, things that they feel that they can't talk about because, um, you know, you kind of assume that there's no market for it in the mainstream... I know that growing up writing, I, I'd always kind of hide what I was trying to say, like euphemisms, like layers, like, oh, boy, is a butterfly, whatever. <laughs> um, but it's so cool having Regina, because she's sort of there. I, I'd have, we would be looking at the script, like, doing um, rehearsals and stuff, and then she'd say, like, oh, okay, I see what you're saying, but don't you want to just make it completely obvious and just say exactly what it is? She, she wants people to be educated, which I actually think is very important, mm. because, you know, if you have queer people coming in watching this, then they can... See it and relate and feel represented. And
1: but that's a,
0: that's such a big thing. And man. represented
1: yes, yes. in a good way in as well, a, in exactly a, positive a positive way. way. I was um, just
0: reading an article just just recently in uh, about uh, queer film history and how all oh, the villains were usually the queer, either uh, they, yeah. and Absolutely. they had to die. Of course, they yeah. were allowed to have lesbians, but they had to die, usually <laughs> by suicide. And people need role models to look up to and and to go like, oh, I'm not the only one with that issue. Yes, Yes, Um, absolutely. absolutely. Uh,
2: definitely. I think that also um, we very often take it for granted um, the way in which we interact with people. And I think that when you are part of an audience and you are sitting in a theatre and actually seeing people portraying it back to you, you actually get to sit and analyse and and realise, oh my gosh, I've actually been there or I've done this or I've acted like this. And so it's, it's,
0: it's a good kind of teaching lesson as
2: well to yourself, but also
0: to ourselves as well. Well, I mean, yeah. good theatre really just holds up a mirror to society. No, so look at yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly. exactly. Yeah.
0: That's
1: what art and entertainment is about. It's about changing and it's about progress in the world and mm. changing the world for the better. That's, that's the only reason that, well, the main reason that I would love to do it. Mm. And, um, okay, of course we enjoy it creating as well but um, yeah, that's such an important
0: part As you, as you part said of it. also, Tash, that story that, that it, it mm-hmm. changes you also as a person who oh, is yes. busy with that process yes. and, and having to deliver that message or story. Oh yes. Yeah, on a selfish level, you, you grow wonderfully. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now your place <laughs> called Ego but as a performer, you've also gotta fold away your little ego, oh, and pack yeah. it in a suitcase. <laughs> oh, <yes. Yeah.
3: laughs>
1: and
0: we know egos are can flare up among artistic types. Mm. Yep. That is so true. I think that outside
2: of this, um, we actually have these like kind of like defense wall mechanisms. Um, and I know that some people say that I actually come off slightly harsh um, so so normally if you see me like around i'm normally have like headphones in and I'm, like walking and you you'd see this like ray of confidence like do not touch me you kind of oh, all yeah, <laughs> So I really thought you didn't like me at first. Um, but then when you get to actually sit down and have a conversation with us and you break that ego down and yes. you're like, okay, there's actually a person behind. behind in the yeah, behind the face. is human
3: being?
1: Absolutely, yeah. And I think also for a lot of LGBTIQ, we have got walls up because um, oh, yes. if you look at everything we've dealt with mm. and the tough lives that, that many of us have had, mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, through that you develop a bit of a thick skin and you a develop a bit skin. of a, exactly, and you develop a bit of a, you're a little bit closed off sometimes, and it and then it's a process to like work on that too, to become more of an open person. It's again, I protection, think. That protection,
0: that wall yeah, you have wall to build around yourself, exactly. that tiny little exactly. door that I can open for somebody I might trust. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, okay, we're going to delve into these issues even more and uh, talk cool. about uh, the play specifically and how. How it relates to our lives, and you know what an audience can learn from from all of this, because ego certainly stands in the way of many things, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and of course many problems. And it's such a tiny part of us, in essence, really, that yes. controls mm-hmm. such a big part of us. Anyway, so that's what we're talking about now: mishmash media productions and uh, the upcoming production of ego. And uh, we'll be back just now, and we're going to talk next about yet and you know getting the whole thing together so tash that's going to be your section we're going to get to you in just a moment okay Okay, are you ready for that Mm. (laughs) right so don't worry you've got some time we're going to play some great music you can listen to the song and then when we're done we'll chat some more fantastic good okay i'm Hendrik here for gay sa radio where you are family keep streaming gay sa radio where you are family Gay, it's already radio you are family. Tash has had all the time in the world to think yeah. about <laughs> how <laughs> they are going to, to talk about writing and um, producing a play, actually, um, of this nature. So let's get into that, Tash. You wrote this uh, script for this show called Ego, which Mishmash Media Productions is doing here in the beginning of October. Mm-hmm. So you said earlier you have been writing for a long time, so it's not a new process for you. No, it was, I think... Growing up dissatisfied with your reality, growing up trance,
3: you you tend to um, live in the walls in your head. I'm sure. You both Absolutely. Been, uh, yeah, I you're both. know Zan is a great writer, and I heard your music. That's also beautiful. Oh, no, yeah, I think that's common across the board for LGBT kids and youths, and just I suppose. It doesn't stop when you grow up. If you're dissatisfied with your reality, you create others in which you can see yourself reflected and other things reflected and change what you need to. Um, in my case, it was always my gender that needed to be altered. Um, writing this was exciting because you don't, you don't find spaces like what Mishmash Media Productions creates for people It's just, it's a safe space. It's an open space to talk about real issues that we have that get that the mainstream often just doesn't want to look at, you know, you hear gay, like it's, we're lucky now that we have you know, gay, lesbian, bi representation in media. It's more and more we have like characters coming out and love stories, you know, and it's not always just like the dead lesbian trope now where they're dead and you were the bad guy and you were gay and now you're dead. And, you know, you're seeing happy endings and developed like real characters yes. that people, you know, straight, gay, or whatever they are can actually relate to and enjoy. And I think writing this was amazing because Regina, that's the director of our company and of this play. She, I think she saw that there was truth in it that normally, like I said, with escapism on the things that I wrote were very detached from reality because I wanted to remove myself from, from reality, my reality. But this, I, I don't think I've I've written anything before that was so personal. So it it feels a bit weird putting it onto a stage where it's, it's, you know, you have people's eyes looking at it, strangers and everything. But I, I do believe that there are things in here, in this play that other people will be able to find comfort in because I know that if I've had these feelings I'm not that special other people have felt this way too and they definitely need an outlet for that and I hope that this will give it to them because it definitely was
0: therapeutic for me so, in, in terms of, of writing a script, I mean, writing a script for a stage is quite a discipline and, and a format and a way of, you know, beginning, middle, and end, and act one, two, and three, and whatever. Mm. Um, did you did you do some research into that, or did you just sit down and write the thing and said, let them speak for themselves? The beginning, the first draft was
3: horrific. <laughs> it was really just dialogue. And there were little inserts, sort of like too much stage direction, actually. We cut out a lot of that, yeah. Because I initially started like, writing sort of short stories and novella situations, so I tried to write this almost like you would write a book, but just a, a book of entirely dialogue. Regina helped me a lot with getting proper set up. Initially there was an act one, act two, but then the play actually wasn't really long enough to warrant that. Mm. But working with Regina, scenes got added, everything got shifted around, and now it is, again, um, there's an interval and there's an act one act two. But yes, the, the format for a play is very different to the format for a book, and it mm. does take some time getting used to. I suppose especially trying to get like the whole show, down, do, show don't tell, but also yeah. um, have dialogue that reveals things and have scenes that do more than one thing at a time, You have to establish a thing, but also... Reveal something else about a character, yeah, stage time is valuable time. You can't have wasted scenes or dead space or any of that.
0: So we were talking earlier about MishMash, sort of empowering LGBT people specifically for, uh, you know, talking about our issues. But it seems to me what you're saying also is that it's a kind of a, a workshop space where you okay. also as, as an artistic creative kind also get empowered in some ways. Absolutely. Regina basically handed,
3: I'm sure Zana mm. and Laura can agree, handed us the reins on the characters. She... Yeah, well,
1: she gave us a lot of freedom to develop the character as, as we, to interpret it. And actually, you also did, Tash. That's why I have to really say thank you to you as well for, for giving us a lot of freedom with it. Because, Of course, we as actors want to do justice to your story. So, yes, thank you for that.
0: Sorry, can, can, I, can I interrupt and ask a question quickly about writing process? Are you one of those writers who go, listen, there's this one word on page 62 that still needs to change? Or, or is it, my friend says, all writing is abandoned writing. <laughs> this is actually,
3: as Anna was talking about this just now, um, we developed a bit of a problem in which every time I tried to, I wasn't... I've never planned on acting in this because that had felt, like, way too close, but unfortunately... Well, I mean, guess, fortunately, let's say, fortunately, this is how it turned out. So, trying to memorize lines, but then reading what you know you have written, you're like, oh... This sentence is terrible. I need to fix this, but then that doesn't work because then you go into rehearse and there's your co actor waiting for the line and their cue for their line and the line has changed. <laughs> so um you have to eventually stop criticizing your writing and accept that actually it is something decent and it will be on regardless of whether or not you like it. <laughs> we dealt with this at first. I'm trying to compartmentalize Tash the Actor from Tash the Writer as Referring to um, the writer as yeah. Joe. If anyone had um, queries or something they wanted to change, whatever, we, we would consult with Joe later. Just in order to keep my mental space not too confused. Um, also, just don't like compliments. And mm. these people are all lovely and like to throw compliments. That's rather tell, rather tell me what's bad. wrong
0: with it so I can fix yeah. it and make it better.
3: <laughs> it but trying to separate writer brain, actor brain. It's, I think I've gotten better
0: at that. Okay. Um, Can you imagine writing, directing, producing, and starring? I would, I would lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I think you
3: would come out.
1: Only Balvar yeah. Streisand. Oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna talk a little bit more about the play and um, the audition process, how everybody uh, got into this and, and how they fit in and so on. And then we're gonna talk a little bit more about rehearsals and how you get a show onto stage. Obviously, it takes a lot of behind the scenes work that people don't usually know about or are aware of and uh, they just come to opening night and it's wow and they don't see the slog behind it uh, so yeah we're going to chat about that some more in just a moment i'm here with a cast from ego a new production from mishmash media productions we'll be back in just a moment i'm hendrik this is gay essay radio where you are family you can follow gay essay radio on twitter Gay SA Radio, where you your family i'm hendrik i'm with mishmash productions here in cape town With a cast of ego, we're talking about how to put a play on. Okay, so you've written the play, uh, Tash. Now there's a call for auditions, and then these strangers arrive going, I I want to be your fabulous character. (laughs) (laughs) So um, let's start with you, um, uh, Laura. How did you hear about it first of all and tell me about your actually, getting into this?
1: Oh, I actually saw an audition notice on a um a transgender support group because um Regina specifically wanted a transgender actress to play mm-hmm. the the role, um well, to
0: be in the production mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to
1: play one of the one of the
0: roles. So um, your your history in, in theatre and experience. And oh
1: theatre. Um you it starts like quite a over a decade ago mm-hmm. um, I actually studied music and singing uh, okay. For about like four years Like specializing in voice But during the, the courses that I did We also did touch on a lot of aspects of acting And mm-hmm. I really um, enjoyed it But I never how should i shall say I could never go deeper into it Because uh, back then I had uh, my parents were very conservative, let's uh, just say that. Okay. So they were like and obviously it was like still pre-transition, mm-hmm. so they were like very like that is now a very shall we say a very gay thing mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um I never actually got further with with um with going into the acting deeper and studying it like I would have liked to. Mm-hmm. But then um, probably around 2016, I actually had a little bit of spare cash. I thought this is something I always wanted to do. So I actually went and I did an acting course. I enrolled in an acting course. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did acting and improv with Gavin Wright um, from Collective Arts Theatre in Belleville and um since then i've actually been in a couple of productions mostly musicals but also um two straight plays that we did that we put on as well Mm -hmm. um so yeah when i saw this audition and it said that uh, regina specifically looking for a transgender actress i thought that is me like Mm -hmm. (laughs) that just sounds like me i have to go for this opportunity and see where it leads and i'm so happy that i did because like just meeting all the amazing people mm-hmm. and everything that I've been learning. Because like we said, it's like a workshop, basically, because mm-hmm. we're still learning. And, and everything that I've learned just now on this production is, is so amazing. So You've really also written happy. some music for the show? I haven't written any music oh, okay. for this show specifically. I do write music and I do write songs. Uh, some of my music is is on SoundCloud mm-hmm. and uh, most of it is still um, unreleased because I'm very perfectionistic oh, with it. I'm, goodness, and I'm so also good. a little yeah. bit, how shall I say, yeah, I've got a bit of OCPD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so I didn't write anything specifically for this show, okay. but I do do music as okay. well. Okay, fantastic.
0: Yeah. And then, um, Zana, how did you get to hear about this well, Did you hear about it in Durban, or you when you'd already arrived?
2: <laughs> no, I was actually already here, um, and then I was on a casting. I'm on these casting websites, and then I saw this this note came up, and I was like, Oh my gosh, can you believe it? An LGBTQ performance. I'm like, I'm there. I, I immediately sent him an email, and it's like sent this like really long essay. It's like, can I please audition for you? <laughs> And I got a response back, and I was just over the moon, and I was so eager to meet the team. And I got there, and I actually performed a self written monologue, and, well, it went down really well, because yeah. I Here you are, all (laughs) cast and ready (laughs) to (laughs) go.
0: So, Tash, sitting sitting uh, next to the director and doing a casting uh, call and audition, um, what was that like? So, Regina, unfortunately, locked me out for Laura's Oh and okay. I, I was doing some, uh, like some fetch job
3: or whatever. But I remember seeing this mysterious lady sitting in the entry. She was wearing <laughs> really cool boots. And I was like, wow, who's that? She's probably here to audition for one of the other players. But no, that was, that was our set right there. Amazing. Um, but the audition I did get to sit in on was Zana's. I may or may not have cried maybe a little bit, um, but was trying to do the whole man-tear-not-cry <laughs> thing. She just, she came in looking like a princess, first of all, she was fully dressed up like a little flower crown and makeup and everything, amazing, and she performed something like she said that she'd written herself and like not only is, I imagine you'll see one of her plays on the stage eventually, hopefully soon, but just the level of skill and honesty and knowing that she had, she wanted to do this was just it's so exciting. No one else came in that like even slightly fit the role as soon as she walked up Regina I looked at each other and like that is Zita right there. No one else has to come in. It was such a relief actually.
0: (laughs) It's really amazing. Uh So okay, we're going to talk about the whole process of um, rehearsals, because that obviously takes a lot of time from first read around the table to um, final dress. And uh, find out how all of that's going and the process around that. That's for the upcoming production of Ego by Mishmash Media Productions. It's uh, in the beginning of October 2019 here at the Baxter Theatre. And of course, uh, tickets are available, so people should go and get them uh, immediately. Right, so we'll be back in just a moment. We talk all about that. I'm Hendrik for Gay SA Radio, where you are family.
4: Do you want to meet the person who can introduce you to your next client? Net Your Niche is an online networking platform that reduces the time, money and effort of traditional marketing and allows you to focus on what truly matters. Meeting someone who can refer you to the exact person you're looking for. No more calling secretaries and being put on hold. Sign up today at a 20% discount and make sure you don't miss out on meeting new clients any longer. Visit us on nym.co.za or call us on 012 947 9599.
0: Okay, so radio, where you are, family. I'm Hendrick. Uh, we're talking Mishmash Media Productions. The show is Ego. Now, rehearsal. So you've been through the audition process. Here you are, you're all chosen. You sit around the table, open the script. It's quite a journey, isn't it? From that moment to the moment when the lights go up and there's a, an audience. What's it's, a it's, Wow. I, I, I think that it's, it's, it's just
2: an amazing process to, to read a story um, and to see a script and then to find yourself in it and then kind of move along this process and meet new people. Um, and it was just incredible because I love how, how, how intimate the cast is. It was also just this process of 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 saying something, and then um, like like Laura was saying, how Regina has allowed us and Natasha uh, also allowed us to explore ourselves with the script and, and and give us sort of the train and and give us guidance as well. But then when you were actually sitting during rehearsal, and Regina was like, "Okay, how do you feel in this moment?" and we will have just you could literally feel yourself becoming this person in that space, and I would also. Often have to stop myself because my volume would go too loud because I would get so in character. Oh, yeah. So it's like, oh my god, like about to um, like just riled up because the emotions are just so so amped. And you just there's this is solid solid connection that I think we we've made with characters. Uh, personally, I think that you 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 walked into the audition. and you did, I don't think that I prepared myself for how much this was going to connect because it literally just like whacks you off at home. Um, the character has just, just come so much to life and so much out of the box and you just walk into this and it's like, oh my gosh, this is me, <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been quite an interesting process and, and working with everyone and running around and, and moving things. Yeah. Just watching it kind of like, we like kind of jenga a few pieces mm-hmm. and then rebuilt this like
3: domino tower and, and yeah, you, you now, like, like that whole, um, Expression obviously two heads better than one. Well, like five heads, four heads, six heads, way
0: better than one. Too many um, cooks spoil the broth, though. Also true. Also true. <laughs> Somebody's got to go.
3: This the is the way it's going to gonna it be, and I'm down sure down that's it. the
0: Gina. Yeah, the chef Gina so that's
4: fine.
3: <laughs> but um, like Sandra was saying, I know also our, our our last cast member who couldn't be here today, Adam Scott. He said exactly the same thing. It's he the first time we sat down around the table or we did our first like full read through of the script, I, I still didn't think that I was gonna be playing the character that I'm playing at that point. I still firmly believed someone was gonna show up and audition, but that didn't happen. Um
1: Thank goodness it didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thank you, Laura. But um we were sitting around the table and it was actually incredible how quickly I was shocked, definitely, how quickly everyone just fell into their characters. Like, from the first time you were reading, like, you'd never seen these words before, and yet you still, like, read them with this kind of understanding and passion and empathy that I was shocked by. All of the characters, obviously, like, they grew so much from just these words and paper, but it was so cool seeing how the actors just... Could relate, I think, also. Probably, I know Laura, you said you did like straight plays, so I know you had to probably play cisgender roles.
1: Yeah. Before. Um, by straight play, it just means it's not a musical.
3: Ah, um, yeah. Yeah. ah that's, yeah. that's what that's, that's uh, theater
0: yeah. yeah, yes. 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 um, um, some but Quite yes, ahead, I, have really. I
1: have played cisgender yeah. as well yeah. already. Um, okay, I have,
0: I have two <laughs> questions for you, Laura. Actually, there's, there's two I want to ask you. The one yes. is your process of learning words and the movements. And the blocking that goes with it. How do you do that?
1: You know, that's actually the most difficult thing for me because learning words is always a challenge for me. I remember like a production that I did where that was like, probably 80% improv, because the director said to me later on, listen, you're going to say these words different every single time, so just as long as this happens, this happens, and this happens, I give you carte blanche to go. But since then, I've gotten a bit better with learning the words. I think I'm there, like I've got it about 80% down, that's word. What I do is, uh, obviously, you highlight your own parts in there. I use colors, because Mm. I find I learn very well with colors. So if it's a long monologue, like the monologue section in this, I would, ha- I would have the different themes in the monologue in different colors, okay. and I would have keywords as mm-hmm. well. But obviously, the main thing is the feeling is mm-hmm. that you've got to connect emotionally because that's the the only way you can play it. Mm-hmm. Because if you're just learning words and saying words, you're not, you're obviously Out, not acting. Yeah, here. and then for the movement, we obviously did our blocking. Um, I write everything down. I know like in some productions that I've been in, people got annoyed with me because exactly. I literally write down everything. Um, and then I sit at home and then I just go through the movements again and like try and visualize it and do it like that. Okay. Um, another thing that you can do is you can actually take um, a cell phone and do like a recording of the other line and then, say it back that's a good way if you don't have someone to play mm. your lines off of mm. of at home like single people like me yeah. you know, yeah. No, know they don't have anybody to to play lines off but with that i also find sometimes it's a bit difficult because <laughs> you can never get that recording correct to you give yourself enough time to say what you need to mm. say in there then mm. your timing is a bit off and mm. it feels very robotic but yeah ach, it's a fun process mm. and hopefully i will do this Role justice,
0: yeah. So my other question, and and we'll wrap this link with this one, is, and and I'm going to open a very big can of worms now. We always say trans characters shouldn't be played by suspended actors. Are we also then saying that trans actors can't play suspended characters? That's an interesting question. (laughs) I don't think that's
3: accurate, because while someone who is suspended will Never understand what it's like to be in that transition phase, in that between place where people are looking at you, they're seeing a moustache and boobies or whatever they're looking at. You know, they'll never understand that. That of course, everyone has their cross in life, and everyone has ways that they've suffered. But once you pass, you pass. I I didn't know that Laura was trans when I saw her at um at the uh, auditions. I. I had, I had no way of knowing, and also the one trans man that did show up for auditions, he was like six years into his, tran- into his transition, I had no way of knowing that he was trans mm. either. So then at that point, they know what it's like, you know what it's like to just be a man, to just be a woman in society. Whereas if you've never had to go through that, I suppose, call it suffering phase
0: or growing phase, that pupa phase, then you, you can't know what that is. Isn't that though why actors are actors, and because they could live themselves into that, and imagine, and use their own experience, and build a yes. character that, yes. might be believable? And Not always, that, but yes. 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 But I think like Eddie Redmayne in um, oh, it, *The Danish Girl*, that was an incredible,
3: performance. beautiful, So it Got a lot of flack for that. No, but I, I feel if you're cisgender but you're playing it sympathetically, and you actually have put the time in. You're not just doing a Jared Leto in Flippin' Dallas Buyers Club yeah. playing like a caricature.
1: The way I feel about it, I think people can... Mm. I don't find a problem with a cisgendered person playing a trans person, but the problem is in the portrayal because yes. sometimes they don't do their research mm. and they don't understand mm. the tra- a trans well, person. Well, that
0: goes to the quality of the actor um, yeah, Yes,
1: Yes. But I think um, it's
2: also one further in the sense of there is... Why not get a transgender person to play a trans role? When there are so many great trans actors. (laughs) And there are so many transgender actors and actresses who don't have that stage to speak out, so why not give them that opportunity? opportunity. It's a very marginalizing, and it's only going to continue being marginalized if we get other people playing our story. But then
0: so, you know how Hollywood works you gotta have a name up there. Hollywood Sorry, it's Susan. It's, it's, can't give it to that a that South African up. actor if but it's Nelson Mandela.
1: <laughs> they do, the trans actresses no, no, that's true, in that's
0: Hollywood. True. So, so let, let's just wrap that little, oh, let's put a little bow on then for now, We're, it's certainly something we do have to talk about uh, much more in, in uh, maybe a bit later. Mm. So okay, I want to get to the production itself when it's, it is all of that. We're going to do that in just a moment, and then we'll we'll wrap all of this up. I'm Hendrik here for Gay Radio. We, you are family. I know you will like Gay Radio on Facebook. There's the main page, Gay Radio, as well as all the show pages. Like us there. Gay, so ready, we are family. I'm Hendrik. Um, we're talking about Mishmash Media Productions. Your show is called Ego. Now I need to know where, when, how, how much, uh, how long is it, uh, how much am I going to cry, must I bring tissues? Uh... Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got all of that? Info?
1: <laughs> From the 1st to the 5th of October at there the baxter know. Masambe Theatre, which is the
0: smaller, more
1: intimate theatre. It's in a little
0: hidden away, though, because I went to look for it, and I was sitting there thinking, where the hell is Personally, it? Personally,
1: I haven't even outside? been there, so I don't know, it's but apparently it's outside. Yes.
0: Down um, the stairs, it sounds like the, basement, the Yes, oh, oh, the basement. <laughs> it's there in the dungeon. Yes.
1: <laughs> But the quality but of the production
0: is dungeon <laughs> <laughs> <Or> better. <laughs> so, but it's a small theatre, we said, no? It's, it's about um, 60? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, about
1: 60.
3: Uh, yeah. Tickets are available, obviously, at the box office mm-hmm. in the back, so you can buy on the night. Mm-hmm. But also you can um, pre-book at web tickets. You can find links via Facebook, that's Mishmash Media Productions, or the Instagram as well. And truly on the on the Baxter's, um, Baxter's website, website as well. Yes, yeah. um, mm. Baxter
2: as well. Um, the show does start at seven o'clock, so just make sure that you're there mm. on time if you're buying tickets. Just do, but I think that it's good to buy tickets online as well because you want to get there first and reserve the space so mm. like have a good space, yes. you space to catch the yes, bomb, it's right? the oh, seats are okay. so
3: first come first serve, oh. so you're gonna have to mm. Mm, mm. like really try. Mm. Also, um, there's a special situation where if you come in groups of ten, tickets are actually half price. So if you buy it, like just an individual ticket is 120 um groups of 10 is or more is 60 um per ticket so uh
0: and the running time of the show well so
3: there is an interval i think it it's not over like 19 minutes mm-hmm. um yeah in total it, each run was slightly different because of the nature of the scenes but
0: it, it should not be over. So it should be about 9 an no, ish yes, 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 yes. 8 Yeah, 9 o'clock will be home. Okay, and this is, of course, part of a series. This is not the first. yes. Oh, no, 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 yes. No, no, no. This is the part of the Seven Deadly Sins. Yes.
3: Mishmash Media has been doing um, a play series, obviously, each play based around um, one of the cardinal sins. So this is number five.
1: In the series but it's no it's not necessary to have seen the others to enjoy this because it's, oh, separate, it's separate stories yeah, they're yeah, all separate yeah. stories it's yes. just like
0: a whole season with a theme yes, really. yes. Yeah. Well, like all the posters match mm. it's very cute yes. it's nice and then i'm sure at some point you're going to do a back to back start with number one and we'll see all seven well, that, would be, that would be a lovely yes, experience eh? really, um, i don't know what but you've is.
1: got to bring uh, a comfy cushion for that
0: <laughs> no well, well we'll do it over <laughs> a week it's okay yes. yeah a different show every night or something um, so our ego
3: is based off of pride, mm. which I think is quite good, this being, I think, did you say? It's unofficial, it's unofficial pride,
0: month? pride month in South Africa, but yeah, it's where mo- most of the prides happen. Oh, okay. Yeah,
3: they, they still have greed and lust coming out um, pretty soon, so you keep your
0: eyes peeled for that. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Um, it's going to be amazing. It's going <laughs> to be amazing. There
0: we go. Cool. There you have it, all the details of uh, MishMash Media Productions' production of Ego. Uh, part of the Seven Deadly Sins. So the best way to go and find tickets would be to go to the website of the Baxter Theatre. I'm sure you can just Google the Baxter Theatre and it'll pop up, or it'll probably be BaxterTheatre.zeze or something to that effect. I'll check in a moment. I uh, will give you all of that contact details and how to get hold of Mishmash Media Productions in just a moment as we wrap all of this up. So here we go. Uh, let's take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Hendrik here for Gay Is Radio. with you are family. Like any good radio station, Gay Radio has an extensive blog which is updated almost daily. We even have a blogger that writes articles just for you. Come and visit gaysaradio.coza. Gay SA Radio, where you are family. Had a great time here with the cast of Ego, and now we just need to know how to get hold of everybody the easiest would probably be mishmash media production mishmash media yeah so the website but you said the insta the gram the gram, the gram instagram the gram and remote.
1: the facebook
3: Yes,
0: uh-huh. those wow. would be the easiest ways to get there to there's a
1: twitter as well
0: oh for I
1: the people that use it, it.
0: Um, I thought Twitter was for porn. Either. <laughs> I was told. <laughs> it is, in my experience. I was told. Yes,
3: you can. We. That's where Regina posts uh, casting calls, um,
0: info, um, such. So it'd be easiest just to follow either the gram or the or the book,
2: and yeah, you'll, you'll get the details there. And we all tag on the post, so you'll find links to us as mm-hmm. well. So.
0: Do you find people talk to you after the shows or or about issues that raise? I mean, specifically, you, t- uh, Tash has been in these sort of shows before. Oh yes, um, in um, the previous show, uh, I did have people coming up to
3: me, which felt kind of alien and weird. Um, it was the first production that I'd ever acted in. It was funny in the first night. Um, this boy came up to me and I was just looking at pictures. On we had a really good photographer mm. that night. I was just scrolling through, and he came up to me and said, "Oh, I don't know if you talk to your fans." And I burst out laughing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's it's yeah. Please come talk to us. Yeah. We want to chat yes. with you guys. Um, we want to know how you felt. What what you want to see. What you didn't feel. Um, yeah, it's it's. It's nice to get feedback on art and you want to know how to do better.
0: And then perhaps it might touch a note with somebody who might understand something better, a parent or somebody, you know, and a lot of people might need that kind of conversation going like, yeah, specifically, yeah. because I mean, these are somehow strange issues for many people that don't really know about That's what we go through.
2: That is really true. I think that the stage does open the ground setting for a good conversation to happen. And it's, it's something that, that allows us that, that ease of access into communication or to begin that process of communication. Um, I know from, from others, other things that I've been in that people do come up to us and, and start having these conversations and also relate to us. But also, I've had people that also came out to us um, during productions like some of the things. Um, and, and they have this conversation and you realize that, you know what, how much of an impact you actually make as, an, as a performing artist when you, you you speak to these people, um to people, and you speak into their lives and the issues that they're experiencing. So you kind of have this common ground of interest, which is actually really, it's almost self-rewarding.
0: Indeed.
1: Yes, I can even think of um, the last production that you did, um Tash, the I Am Trance. Mm. Actually, one lady that I know went and watched it, and at that stage, she was busy um going through quite a bad divorce. She's also a transgender woman and the the wife had basically left her um, after she went through a transition. And also they were um, involved in quite a, a heated uh, custody battle for the children. And she says like watching that story, I personally didn't didn't see I am trans, but she said like just that play grabbed her so much because there was something that could relate through this whole thing that she was suffering through at that stage. And I know she had a long conversation with Regina afterwards as well. And for her it was just such a great experience to 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 see that play and to see that production. So yeah, you never know who you can affect or who you can help. Oh, well, we always yeah. say if you
0: can just touch one person, that's okay. That's then you've done yes. your job. If one person is <laughs> moved by it, you're okay. Okay, so there you have it. Uh, you can go and check out Mishmash Media Productions. Thank you guys for coming in this morning, and uh, chatting with me and uh, all these theatre things. I'm sure we're going to chat lots more. So uh, yeah, um, keep your eyes out for uh, Mishmash Media Productions. Uh, on social media and, of course, also on the Gay Essay Radio Facebook page. Uh, We will be sharing all their events there, as we usually do. So that wraps us up for the moment. Um, We'll be back a bit later with some more great content. You keep listening. We've got some great music coming your way right now. I'm Hendrik for Gay Essay Radio, where you are family. Do you want to contribute to Gay Essay Radio? Well then, send us an email with your voice note or recording or event or whatever it is, studio at GaySARadio.co.za. Gay SA Radio, we are family. I'm Hendrik, and uh, I'm in Cape Town, most beautiful city in the world, and I'm surrounded by most beautiful people. Um, (laughs) It's the cast of Ego, uh, production uh, mounted by Mission Mash Media Productions, and um, what we just going to get to know these people a little bit better uh, and find out a little bit more about them. You know, when you go to a theater, you see the people on stage, you applaud, you read their little bios, and that's as much as you get to know somebody. Uh, So this is actually a special time behind the scenes uh, getting to know the people behind the uh, characters. So, I've got Zena and Tash and Laura with me today. And uh, um, absent is Aiden, but don't worry, we'll gossip about Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're going to talk about um, you guys and, and to find out more about each one. So, welcome to Galaxy Radio. Thank you for having us. Such a great morning. Um, So we're going to jump straight into it uh, right after this. I've got Zana first up, so we're going to find out all about them and um, how fabulous they are. (laughs) That's all coming up right here on Gay Essay Radio, where you are family. Like Gay Essay Radio's pages on Facebook where you are family. I'm Hendrik in Cape Town. I am talking to Zanna now. You are from Durban. Tell me about growing up in Durban. I mean, that's such a beautiful, special holiday place.
2: Durban is is a beautiful city. It's amazing. Um, It's really very community-based, with like culture um, and religion. (laughs) I actually come from quite the religious background myself. my family are Christian. Um, And so growing up was was kind of strange and also slightly difficult. I've gone through a lot um, and actually moved away from my house when I was 16 just because of that process, um, which was kind of very painful for me. Um, A lot of people still don't understand my identity. And so it has become a bit of a sore thing, which is why, um, like Tash said, we we get into writing to try and escape our normal lives and and become somebody else, and to kind of live without the And so that's where my writing started. I'm actually pretty much the Jack of, or Jean of all trades.
1: (laughs) The Jill of all trades. trades. There you
2: go, Uh, Jill Jane Doe of all trades. Um, I actually did acting first when I was in high school. And I was really, really good, and I got Dean's acceptance to study at Howard College. Um, but obviously, it's the acting career in South Africa wasn't exactly one of those things that was going to pay. And so my family kind of diverted me, and so I had to go into business admin. And then I went to, um. to uh, yeah. So I then went into fashion graphics and interior design, three D home renovations and computer aided design. Then I went into events and novelty cakes, and before this, um, moving to Cape Town. I used to own a spa, and I was a nail technician, musician, massage therapist, and that
0: sounds like the perfect <laughs> training for the theatre. You've got all the skills you possibly need, from managing the production and the budgets through to makeup and nail.
2: That is so true. I'd ask so that I can walk into a black room and basically create the whole <laughs> <laughs> thing. But it has been an interesting process. I currently uh, work for the University of Western Cape during the day. But my acting and modeling has obviously come and has it gives me that kind of creative balance because as has a person of difference, you always have this kind of inner self that's that's waiting to just be like I'm here and I'm fabulous like let's do this. <laughs> so it's just allowed me that kind of space to amplify myself and be more myself. But also, I think that this life is also one that's that's very much in solitude. Um being a person of difference it has a very isolating aspect to to most of the time and you've gotta to have to have to learn and I had to learn the hard way how to to be okay in my own company um before I was able to allow other people in because you'd never know people's true intentions. And I think that's what this whole process has done for me. Um and and why it also makes me so close to people. Um which is why I was just saying that when we came to the cast um and we were looking and Working together, it was just such a great connect because we just like immediately like have these kind of similar things, and it was still so good to speak to somebody who's who's on the same wavelength of you or going through something similar with you, and it was just it, it's been beautiful. It's been beautiful. I mean, hold no regrets. No more it. Hold no regrets and love how common my are up, but Thank you. The wise words.
0: Cape Town. You've only been here recently.
2: I've only been here recently. I I moved here because of work. I always used to come and visit Cape Town, and I love how artistic and vibrant Cape Town was when I was on holiday. Um, people standing in the corners and playing music while you're sitting on a cup of coffee, or walking at the middle of the night down the road in the Pits, and using that sense the Darby of St. And, <laughs> and it was just so beautiful. Cycling around and seeing the space, and loving just sitting on the beach and and the greenery and the parks. It was amazing. Um, I also I to a bit foolish and I moved to Cape Town because I, I really quite the old school romantic and, and Cape Town for me was a place where I could be and express myself, but also the place that I could see myself falling in love and building my life. Um, and so that was the, the move. Essentially I actually, literally, um, interviewed for the job on Tuesday got an email to say that the job is mine on Wednesday and that I start on the following Monday and I literally packed one suitcase and was like I'm going to <laughs> hey,
3: I can't imagine you having one suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: I had one big suitcase. I had to literally stop at the airport and remove half of my stuff because they were like, you're gonna to have to pay like six, 700 grand to get the suitcase
3: through. <laughs>
0: so it was a trunk. <laughs> oh,
2: but it was amazing. Um, and Caitlin's allowed me the stage to be very much myself and very much open. Um, there is slight issues, but look, no place is perfect, and we have amazing people that are just here to connect with and here to support us and kind of grow together. So I think that's incredible. Do
0: you have it, Zana, New Cape Tonian. <coughs> have you been up the mountain yet?
2: I have very
3: recently Oh, oh wow! I
2: okay. actually did the cable car up the mountain. But
0: I mean walking.
2: No, I haven't walked up the mountain okay. yet. But I did do a heel versus heels challenge, and I walked. <laughs> Supposed to do Lion's Head in Pencil Heels, but I actually did up to Signal Heel in Pencil Heels and down to the ocean and had some of uh, Ocean Wow.
0: wow. <laughs> okay. We have Don't <laughs> <laughs> do, do it again. We want you to it <laughs> Right. We're going to meet the rest of the cast as well in just a few moments. Uh, so keep listening here to Gay Essay Radio with you are family. You can follow Gay Essay Radio on Instagram. Gaye's radio with your family. I'm Hendrik. Meeting the cast of Ego, uh, production by Mish Mash Media Productions at the Baxter Theatre. So, Laura, now you are from a musical background. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, When when did you find out that you had this talent for music? Was it from tiny
1: or something? I can't actually say that I had much of a talent. The actual thing is just I always loved music and I've been listening to music at home since I can remember, since probably the age of three, four, five years, (laughs) six years maybe. So yeah, with my mom growing up, she always had records on in the house and we would always have the greatest um, childhood memories that I've got of dancing around the house with her just while she's cleaning and like to the music. And yeah, then we had a piano. I always loved playing um, just by ear. I just played by ear a little bit. And then it's always just been such a love for me that I decided that I need to like go and um, go into music further and into singing. Uh, yeah
0: and so, so you, you eventually studied
1: that um, yes I did I did four years two different um, local music academies yeah mainly voice
0: mm. so, so a little what's, bit of what, theory as okay, well okay but yeah. what style of music did you sing then
1: um, like oh look there's a lot of different styles that I, that I enjoy and that mm. I do so I've done like I would say I do mostly like indie pop okay. but some would maybe call it alternative because my stuff is a little bit left off center mm. but um, yeah, rock music I love as well It's uh, I, I no. love my musical theatre, obviously Yeah, yeah.
0: You, But you um, said that, that you don't really release the music because
1: um, I don't have a lot of music released Because I'm actually a little bit of a person That has a problem with following things through So I would compose a thing halfway And then I'd leave it and then oh. I'd move on to the next So <laughs> I've literally got drawers and drawers at home through, Full of like half-written songs And bits of this and bits of this And if you look at my laptop You'll see half-composed stuff that I've that I've worked on, there's some beat with a bit of chords there, there's some half-sung song there, like, yeah. So if I can actually get to follow through, then a lot more stuff will probably get released. But I'm really, like, now starting to get to a point where all my other nonsense is sorted out, all my how shall I say, my life's problems, so now I can actually start focusing on on the music and I'm oh, really
0: doing it here. Start putting so those like, puzzle pieces together. Um, one or two songs
1: <laughs> online, Yeah.
0: Okay, you're. fantastic. Great. Um, okay, we're going to meet Tash next. This is Mishmash Media Productions, the cast of Ego here on Gay Essay Radio, where you are family. I'm, of course, Hendrik, and we'll be listening to some music now, and we'll chat in just a moment.
4: Just north of the fast-paced business world of Sandton, Johannesburg, lies the Indaba Hotel, Spa and Conference Centre, nestled beneath the vista of the magnificent Mahalisburg Mountains.
0: Searching for the perfect gift but don't want the hassle of hitting the malls? Moana Spa Pamper vouchers are now available online. Visit moanaspa.co.za for more info or to purchase your voucher. Quick, easy and convenient. Why not treat yourself or your better off to a Moana online pamper voucher? The perfect to me from me gift. Okay, so ready, we are family, I'm Hendrik in Cape Town and uh, Mishmash Media Productions Mm -hmm. has a production called Ego which is on at the Baxter Theatre. With me is the cast and Tash. You're a true Capetonian though, are you? you Uh, too, two Laura though, yes, Yes. Yes, sorry, two two true Capetonians, but yeah, you born and bred. Born and bred. Born and bred. In the city ball, yeah, my whole life. What makes Cape Town different or special or is it even special for queer people? Mm, I think there's <laughs> the
3: sailors that brought us here. Ah, <laughs>
0: yay! <laughs> no, but, Good um, sailors always <laughs> <laughs> up for some fun.
3: Uh, I, mean, but, I mean, historically, <laughs> if you look at it though, um, that was a thing. Gay men did gravitate towards ships and I suppose brought gay culture to this city. Uh, I mean, among other things, we're talking about ships coming to Cape Town. That's a whole other can of worms. But I mean, As soon as you have a city and you have an abundance of life, then you have an abundance of diversity and Cape Town is just not even just relating to queer things and sexuality and gender, it's diversity of culture, of religion, of just, it's a mixing part. It's a trade port and it has been since very, very long ago. I know it's, I'm very grateful to have been born here as a, as a trans boy (laughs) because it's like the only city in Africa with a trans clinic as far as I know. I could stand corrected on that, mm-hmm. but I know it was the last time I checked. So I guess I count my blessings every day for that. And beyond the people who are beautiful, by the way, I've traveled, um, people in England look like potatoes. <laughs> <It's, oof>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> America.
4: This is not going out to the UK. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. No offense, <laughs> UK or America.
3: Um, it's definitely just the weather here, I think, is beyond like... You know, socio political political things and oh the spice. spices here better than anywhere else in the world, food here more flavorful than anywhere else. Thank you, David. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but um I think just the mountain and the ocean, the combination that you get and the constantly yes. changing weather, it it makes you adaptable as a person. It it makes everything interesting, every day is different, you'll have summer winter autumn every season in the day you'll walk outside wearing shorts and you come home wishing that you brought a raincoat and i guess it's just that's true of the people here too we reflect our surroundings and just the nature and the people everything here is beautiful I, I can't imagine living anywhere else i get so homesick <laughs> just going to a different section of our country hmm.
0: maybe i'm just okay. simple like <laughs> It is a beautiful city, no, that is absolutely true, and it has very beautiful people in it. That is also very true, just having been here a few months, I have walked the streets and I've seen the sights, and they are very beautiful. Uh, so... <laughs> but
3: I mean, you you say you've lived all over the place.
0: Yeah, well, this this is the 40th place I've lived... Well, a boat that I've lived in. Oh, so we'll I've see. lived all over the country and I've seen most of it. So pain oh, no, I I'm Cancerian. <clears throat> Crab carries a home on his back, so I can't move around. <laughs> it's too heavy. <laughs> yeah. No, that's me too. But I'm I'm a gypsy too, so yeah, unfortunately. Travelling oh, Well, if I could just get outside of the country, it would help. But For the moment, I'm I'm well travelled inside South Africa. But this is not about me. What are we talking about me? We're
1: talking about the. We're talking about the cast. on no, you.
0: No, no, no. That's that's three links from now. <laughs> the plot twist. Okay. So um, we don't know. We've met everybody. Hey. Are, we, are oh, we are missing one. We're going to skim it about. Aiden, in just a moment, yes. stay right there, you're going to meet the person who's not here. <laughs> I'm Hendrik for Gay Asa Radio, where you are family. You can follow Gay Asa Radio on Twitter. Gay Asa Radio, where Your are family. I'm Hendrik, and now there's some person not here. I understand their name is Aiden. Who is Aiden?
2: Aiden Scott, what a question. Aiden. No. Is Aiden?
0: Aiden Scott, if you are listening, this is <laughs> all about, this is your life. <laughs>
3: did say so I know he studied for a while and then um, he was doing acting at, yeah. I think, think UCT. Mm-hmm. yeah he didn't finish he felt that he'd sort of learned everything that he needed to and he just wanted to get out there into the world glad that he did yes. um I know he did a he was the um the detective in a recent run of the Mousetrap, Mousetrap. Yeah. okay Christine mm-hmm. yeah he's wow well, he brings he he lived in um Boy. Yes, I never remember <laughs>
2: He has an amazing, amazing sound to his voice. voice yes, you
3: always just... talk about his
2: accent. I, it's I, kind of I feel British like he that and, actually... and listen. Do you know when people have that certain type of voice that has, um, what is, what's the fancy word for it? Je ne sais quoi.
3: Je ne sais quoi. Yes. <laughs> yes. His voice has that. It's, it's very theater classic. Mm. He brings yes. a very good energy, I think also, um,
1: He's also very quirky.
3: He's, he is. He is. Yeah, yeah, he he he's very very much a theatre kid. You can tell that he has like all the training. Um, lots of passion. The lots of passion. Yeah, yeah. Shane,
0: he works very hard as well. I think he works actually at Pink Panther. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's a night nice, nice job, and you you rehearse in the evenings. I take it.
1: Um, we do during the day. Um, usually midday around is our best. Oh, okay. Um, well, we start usually from around ten, and then we go till about two thirty around there. Yeah, it's the best time for us because I'm not a morning person (laughs) and obviously we've got people working Working in the evenings, et cetera, et cetera.
3: Yeah, but um, (laughs) discussing our ghost, uh, he plays Ra, which is sort of, I know he opens our show for us, Hmm. some vocal talent, you guys
0: will be excited to hear that, I'm sure. Yeah, what else is there to say? well what we'd want to talk about is how you guys actually get on with each other i mean doing a play is a very intimate kind of personal kind of thing and mm. you become family in a way for a little while and mm. then you might never see them again so we'll, we'll talk about that process in just a moment i'm hendrik here for gay radio where you are family follow gay Essay radio on Instagram, a okay, so Radio, where you are, family. I'm Hendrik here in Cape Town with the cast of Mishmash production oh, Mishmash so Media. That is a tongue twister, isn't it? <laughs> there you go. That should be your audition. Say the name three times fast. Okay. So now you have these disparate people with different kind of backgrounds, coming from different places, and you're all in a little rehearsal room, and off you go. It could be fireworks. It could be family. It could be somewhere in between. What is it for you?
1: I think we've grown very close in considering that we've only really um, worked on the production for about three weeks. We've actually grown incredibly close here in Mm -hmm. such a short time. It feels like
2: kind of like we've known each other for like a few years. It doesn't feel yeah. like this has been like a month. Did you guys realize this? Yeah. Like, like yes.
1: they say.
0: Wow. I think it's also
1: with our backgrounds. Um, if you can look at similar background stories, mm. I think there's a familiarity. So yeah. obviously,
0: there's there's an immediate kind of click yeah. because you have kind of similar stories, man. Yeah. No? Um, Aiden being our token <laughs> cisgender. Uh-huh. No, we always need one of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: He also um in quite I think no one, ironically, in a play called Ego, I didn't get the feel that anyone was trying to upstage anyone. E- everyone was just trying to enhance each other's performances. And I know I certainly was trying to not get under anyone's feet. And I- no one came in with a big ego, actually, mm. which is refreshing. Yeah. You know, I, I think
0: I've dealt with big egos in the service industry that <laughs> I have right now in. Theater, is not but This decide. is the thing about theatre, you've got to put it away, you've got to go, well, it's not me, it's my it character, works. and I've got to step aside for the character to take over and, and be truthful in whatever you have to make of exactly. that.
2: I think it's also because we're very confident in who we are um, mm-hmm. as individuals, and so when we come there, we're not like, oh my gosh, I'm bigger than you, Like, you know who I am, kind yeah. of lies. Um, it's, it's just like, it's a very honest, genuine, and with very open, safe space that's allowed us to be ourselves. So it doesn't yes. exactly distance us. If anything, it's brought us much,
3: much closer. Just kind of put a sweep. Consider at the end of next week,
1: or whatever. Aww. I don't know if you guys can't be sharing, but I'm definitely going to try and. talk. No, like,
3: we I'm
0: need to saying, do more. We need <laughs> to, to do more. <laughs> this is the sad part. Is, I mean, I've been in many productions, and you work with some great people that you are very close to, and the production closes, and off you go, and you see each other like twenty years later somewhere. And it's like, hi, and it's, you pick up immediately because mm. you have history and, and you work in the same industry and you sort of keep on tabs on these people also because mm. you might not see them, but... They, they cross your yes. radar at some point.
3: It Town's on nice. such a small city
0: and I know that I have scripts that I want you guys in. Yay! <laughs> 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 no audition like. required. <laughs> no, <laughs> no <that's laughs> the sun is the way. Ah, there we go. No, well, if you've, <laughs> if you've got a winning recipe, you know, work mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, future plans, quickly, let's zip through that.
1: Definitely to continue acting and to stop procrastinating on the music. Oh, okay. Yes. But, and oh, also some together. more music performances mm-hmm. maybe around Cape Town.
0: There we go. Um, yeah. Okay, Definitely fine. more well, acting. <laughs> we must talk. There's some opportunities yeah. we can talk about. Um, Tash, yourself, more writing? Uh, I'm definitely going to keep writing scripts. i um,
3: writing in general. Um, a day job I am actually trying to get myself taken on as an apprentice uh, tattoo parlor right now. Just um, working in a portfolio. But the writing has been a constant since I could hold a pen. So <laughs> that will definitely continue. Hmm. Um, definitely more things with Mishmash Media.
0: Fantastic. Yeah.
2: Well, for me, I think I'm just... I'm, 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 I started... Um, I was very really workaholic, kind of, orientated um, on the business front, trying to settle my personal life. But it's actually now time for me to start moving in this direction that's allowing my career, my, my happiness to grow, In yes. a sense, right? Because yeah. this is what it is. It's the stuff that makes you happy. And this performing arts is something that I want to pursue. So it's, it's going to be like, what's bigger, what's better, what's next. I really hope to stay with Mash Media Productions. Joritina is an incredible director. And it's just, it's so well working with her. So.
0: Did you hear that, Regina? I
1: <laughs> <laughs> love you.
0: <laughs> so, and then also, um, no idea what Aiden's plans are, but I'm sure it's a, it's a great future. He uh, does a
1: lot of modeling stuff, really? I know. Yes. Um, he does a lot of acting stuff, so yeah. I'm sure
0: he's got lots lined up. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, I'll chat with him on um, opening night when I'm there. Awesome. I'm to do that. There you go. You've just met the cost of ego the people who are behind the production of course mishmash media productions their productions on at the baxter theater in cape town go and check them out on facebook it's called mishmash media productions i'm Andrew for gay radio we're going to wrap this up in just a moment if you enjoy listening to gay essay radio then please tell your friends tell them they can listen through our website or they can download the app to their phone Guys, really, we're your family. i Hendrik. And, uh, well, we've come to the end of our little chat here, guys. Um, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank, thank, you. thank you so nice. much. Yes. So, what are your weekend plans?
1: To start rehearsing <laughs> for
0: the show. <laughs> We're, Ego. See, yeah, you got uh, dress rehearsals and those sort of things still coming up. It's
1: happening on Monday. Mm. Oh,
0: okay. Yes. And you're opening Tuesday.
1: And we're opening on Tuesday, and we mm. hope to see all of Cape Town there. And,
0: well, all sixty time. Nervous? I think it's just um
1: I, it's,
2: it's excitement. Actually, it's like oh my gosh, we are still not done. Stuff needs to disappear and I'll just get there and there's for costumes and I'm all about fashion and I love the wardrobe choices and the hairstyles. So I'm really excited, but also to be working with such an amazing costume crew and obviously uh, Rangia, our stage oh, manager.
0: Yeah. Yes! It takes what a team though, people don't see sh- there. They see the few actors nice. on the stage and not the 20 other oh, people, maybe. It's about nisha She's the
3: whole bag,
2: <laughs> and she's going to remember all of these little things that we kind of. Um, mm, she's incredible. Yeah, though. so I'm I'm glad this has become quite a a, a good operation, and it's mm. running quite smoothly. So I'm really excited for Monday. We're really excited to see you guys on Tuesday. So I hope you're there. Yes. Really
0: yes. Fantastic. Make sure you you catch the productions of Mishmash Media Productions. This is number five in a series of seven on The Seven Deadly Sins. It's called Ego. It's on at the Baxter Theatre beginning of October 2019. Um, there might be some more runs later. We, we're talking about uh, doing all sorts of interesting things with Mishmash perhaps for Pride next year, because Pride is two weeks next year. Oh, that's weeks. That could be a very interesting thing. We must talk. But while we talk, you can listen to some music and we'll be back next time with some more interesting uh, content here on Gay Essay Radio, where you are family. I'm Hendrik. Thanks for listening. Keep on listening. Remember, tell your friends and um, yeah, we'll see you next time. If you have something pressing you want to share with us, then you can either send us a Facebook message or send us a WhatsApp, 0611-693-831. Gaze okay, so we are family. I'm Hendrik in Cape Town. Now, today we're talking about LGBTQ plus issues, uh, the theater, and God knows what else. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, it, the conversation is because of a play called Ego, which is one in seven in a series on the seven deadly sins, which has been produced here in Cape Town by a company called Mishmash Media Productions. Now, they perform at the Baxter Theatre, and I've got the cast or most of the cast of Ego here with me. And uh, in previous times, we've been talking about uh, the play, uh, the production process, uh, the actors and and their stories and so on. But the the play itself raises a few issues, which I think we need to just unthread just a little bit uh, to also give people an idea of of what the play is about and and, and the kind of themes that, that come from there. So that's mainly what we'll be doing today and I've got Tash, Zena, and Laura here with me today and uh, we're going to chat in, in just a few moments about everything LGBTQ plus Cape Town theatre and whatever else <laughs> slips into our minds. So stay right where we are, where you are, we, we'll be right here, but you stay right where you are. Please. <laughs> and we'll be back with you in just a moment. That's all coming up right here on Gay SA Radio where you are family. Get a peek behind the scenes by following at Gay Radio on Instagram. Gay Radio, we are our family. I'm Hendrik and uh, in Cape Town we're talking today about LGBTQ plus issues as much as it relates to the ego and to the theatre and to kind of trans and, and gay and all the other issues uh, that uh, we seemingly talk about every day here. Now, Tash, you've written this play, it's about the ego, it has uh, some really interesting characters and themes and things in it. But I think maybe we'll, we'll start a little bit earlier and talk about LGBT in entertainment industry. So when we were chatting about this before we started, we said there are a lot of people that in the industry that are in the closet that we don't know. Well, that we might know about, but they're not open to the general public. And we need role models. We need representation. So do you think, Laura, that there is representation within the industry about
1: I think representation has come a long way, obviously since some of the horrific films that came out in the 90s around there. Now we've got great um, like television shows coming in from America. I don't know if any of our listeners watch um, shows like Pose, which did so amazing at the Emmys. You could see Billy Porter got an Emmy. Amazing queer icons that are really coming out of America now. But I also think it's very important that we, in South Africa have actual queer representation playing those roles as well
0: so but that seems to be in two directions there's our yes. little niche audience that we want to do specifically our kind of stories too yes and then there's the general media i mean there was a was there the first same-sex wedding on a soapy? no or yes yes. Which, uh, uh, yes which one i was don't those? know uh, yeah yeah yeah
2: I do
0: remember this. Um, yes, it was in the, the guy week. who
2: was from one of the um, SABC shows was actually in it as
0: well. Because every time, I mean, remember, if it's seven, the long kiss and all it those things. Oh star, yes, star, yeah. Star, um, and but there's an uproar. People are in arms because now two men are kissing on the TV, and what are they're, they're my children <laughs> going to do? Yeah. Uh, Tess, what do you think? Do you think we we see enough of ourselves on the screens and on on TV?
3: Oh wow. Not, not even slightly. Um, it it is slowly getting there, like you said. Um, I know Bold and the Beautiful had like a trance character for the first time. Um, that's a pretty standard soapy, but it is very slowly getting there. I mean, if you look back to like I guess Rocky Horror Picture Show, that's like the sixties that came out, right? Seventies, seventies, something like that. I'm looking at millennial. Anyway, um. You know, people have been trying for the longest time to just get these things out into the mainstream because it's being queer or it's it's not even there isn't really a divide. Everyone's just human, and it, it shouldn't it shouldn't be such a big deal if you know two people kiss and they happen to be the same gender or one of them happens mm-hmm. to be non-binary or whatever. Love stories should just be love stories. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a straight love story or a gay love story mm-hmm. or a trans love story. And I mean not even just relating to love, like, your gender and your sexuality and all that, it's it's, it's all-encompassing. We don't have um, queer people in other genres, you know? A lot of the time when there are, is representation, the whole show and the story is just about that one part of the person, mm-hmm. there's nothing else yeah. explored, they aren't treated like a full character, they're just a trans, a gay, a lesbian. It's, they're not like also a cool cop or like you know a fully formed character which is unfortunate but i i hope that it's i feel that things are changing like laura yes. said pose um now i suppose mm-hmm. Ego is one thing that yes. people
0: explore. Well, the Durban Gay and Lesbian Film Festival is on at the moment, and there there's 50 queer movies there. Exactly. Exactly.
3: That's
0: incredible. Fabulous, <clears throat> exactly, and
3: that's all original
0: and that's local. Story. Well, a lot from Africa, from the rest of the world, and local, of course. It's an international festival. Yeah, well, local oh, being the globe. <laughs> 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 no aliens. Yeah, no, no, not from <laughs> Mars this time round. Um, yeah, so Zanna, what do you think? Have you seen yourself on TV? Not yourself, but the character that looks like you, that you could identify with?
2: No, and I I say this very very strongly because there is shows where you see some parts of it. I think that the thing that we have the most struggle with is the boxes that were actually created in the LGBTIQA++. um, That it created a certain kind of, of very tight constriction on what exactly that that specific binary held for you mm. and so the representation is cast very stereotypically or it's cast at the beginning if it's translated it's cast at the beginning or when you come full 360 circle that you actually get recognized mm. or that you are in something this so there, there is no in between you don't get to see the messy you just get to see oh my gosh she's an amazing beautiful trans actor oh, oh she's an amazing, beautiful gay person or lesbian person. So we're not seeing the in-between drama, the in-between emotions. We just see the start and the end and, and that 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 grace space in between, that space that 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 really defines us and really shows who we are as individuals, um, and who we are as humans, that difference is I think that the important thing that the entertainment industry is missing. Because while it does it does show you quite vast things, also, I feel it's extremely constricting. I always watch something that's like, and it also does us a disservice to an extent because people watch this and like, Oh, so you like that person from that there? And like, um, yeah, but then you don't understand that I'm not exactly down to this to the checkbox of that character you know, just, in specific. Yes. Like, like yeah. So <laughs> like I I'm not gonna walk like that, I'm not gonna talk like that. It's like so like even with my family they would like, Oh yeah, this person's gay, um, and we should like like did you see but they don't use makeup or oh, this person here is like that um, and carries a handbag, you know, he walks like that, and talks like that, we should hook you up, and I'm like, do you realise I wear a makeup and carry a handbag and whatever? like not gonna work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's the ground yes. issues that kind of like, what creates that kind of issues. Mm-hmm. So no, I haven't exactly seen myself on screen yet, um, at least not full, thing. I think there's multiple side stress and it's the difference, the individualities, the things that set us apart, um, which needs to be celebrated because it's what makes us who we are. And, and trans people, gay people, lesbian people, bisexual people, intersex, queer, we all have these different things that we bring together. But I think that it's the differences that come together that create this just beautiful picture. And while we, we try not to, to specifically say that, okay, you are this person and you should be in a certain way, we also need to say, like, okay, you are this person, but you are a certain way. And it's okay. It's okay because you're different, you're human. It's what it's about. You're not a perfect person, but you're allowed to be this. And I think that's the true essence of the celebration is to celebrate that it's okay. It's, it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. You being yourself, you being your true self, your best self. And that's all we can ask is people to respect that true self. We're not saying you need to like, accept it and like, coming like, hollow whatever, but like be respectful of who I am as a person
0: so now we know people have egos and there's so much of it in our community and that's what your play is about so in the next uh, chat we're going to talk about how these issues of the play relate to our lives and and vice versa so that's all coming up right here on gay essay radio where you are family did you miss something on gay S A radio well you can always listen to the podcast just go to the website gay essay Radio.co.za, click on podcasts, scroll down, and listen to your heart's content. Gay SA Radio, where you are family. Gay SA Radio, where you are family, and we're talking about ego. Ego in the gay, kindling, lesbian, queer, trans, intersex, 2 spirits. I just call it the alphabet these days. Yes. So is part of the alphabet. The rainbow
1: with the beautiful colours. <laughs> so,
0: um, uh, yeah. Um, so what are the main themes in your play, Tash? It explores polyamory. It
3: explores trans identity and just identity. Obviously, ego, this word that keeps getting hopelessly flogged. down. It explores pride also. That's that's the cardinal sin that the space on actually... Pride, it's, you know, there's more than one definition. It's, you know, you can take pride in yourself or your work or your associates. Um, pride also, like, referring to the LGBT. And then another definition, I guess, is a group of lions. But I don't really see <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're, we're all oh, right. So oh, you you don't get same-sex lions, don't <laughs> There you go, there you go.
0: So it deals with, with kind of issues that are cuts across everybody, but it's also specifically yes. to our community. So Yes.
3: Um, another topic that is tackled in this play would be um, substance abuse, alcoholism. Mm. Um, I feel that that is something that, regardless of what group you fall into, what box, mm. as I said, like across the board, if you are in the alphabet or um, otherwise not in the alphabet, <laughs> a straight person or whatever you'd like to call yourself, we all struggle with who we want to be and who we are. And mm. Life is that gap between your ideal version of yourself and the reality of yourself, and often substances and destructive behavior, and you're just pushing away the people you love. That that often characterizes that gap and that struggle. And I, I just I really feel that as soon as you can empathize with someone, as soon as you have one thing that that you share, like maybe you both support the same sports team, maybe you both like the color purple, maybe you both. Had a problem with drinking. That is one thing that humanizes that person. As different as they are, if you are sitting there as a, uh, you know, straight off the glass, um, mm-hmm. and, and you see uh, a boy with makeup, and maybe you feel uncomfortable, but you discover that there's at least one thing. And, and often suffering can unite us. If you can just have the basis level of human empathy for another person, you can see that they are. They bleed like you, man, like not to quote Shakespeare, I know that's very um cliche. We all bleed the yeah. same. That kind of is the end of it. And I just I feel like people there would be less hate and less violence if everyone just just got along, man. Like, isn't it time? Can't we just nice chill. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Unfortunately,
0: the ego will get in the way of all of those <laughs> yeah. wonderful uh, ideals. Okay, so um, that's uh, the play Ego. It's uh, on at the Baxter Theatre, certainly. And we're talking about broader issues within the community based on, on the play. So uh, we'll be back in just a moment and continue that discussion. I'm Hendrik here for So Radio. We, you are family. Hello, darlings. This is
3: your queen of the skies, Kathy Specific here. For the first time in history, an all-gay
0: vacation hits the shores of Africa, proudly brought to you by Afrigay.
3: Join myself and the seductively saucy trolley dollies
0: as we take you to the beautiful island of Mauritius to experience magnificent sun, sea and surf, a few decadent parties and the chance to make fabulous friends from all over the world. This unique event will be hosted by South Africa's aviation goddesses and your tantalizingly tempting poster girls for travel. For more information, buckle up, pictures and book your spot at gaysayradio.co.za. Gaysay okay, we are family. I'm Hendrik, and uh, we're chatting about issues within the uh, LGBTQ plus community uh, with a cast of Ego here. And um, so addiction, that's one thing that comes up in your play. Um, certainly alcohol addiction um, seems to be rife in our community. But then also chemical addiction, uh, there's so much chem sex and, and stuff going on. Oh, yeah. um, that, that's quite, uh, I don't know, concerning to me, because like everybody on Grinder wants you to take some chemicals with them. Like, yeah. you no. Know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Do you find that that within your peer group that that drugs and and alcohol is being overused?
2: I think there are times. um, It's a quick fix. Let let me just put that there. It's a quick fix. It's when when you don't know what to do and you don't have a platform to speak about what you're feeling. And your ego gets in the way of you going to someone and asking for help the quickest fix is getting a shot um, Mm. of something, the hardest thing, you know, it's been a tough week at work, Mm. let me get the bottle of tequila Mm. instead of sitting and talking to someone about it. And I think that it's, look, personally, I I remember a few years back when I actually, wow, I, I actually had a 24 hour blackout. I was busy with the final exam and I actually went through a really nasty breakup in the morning two days before, um, I got broken up over a WhatsApp message <laughs> and I found out that it was cheating. But um, the sad point uh, is that I actually was so busy with my exam and I used to do a practical that I ended up having to like kind of drink my way getting through the week, right? So I started off with like ciders and then it went on to a shop mixed with something. And then I was drinking Jameson straight out the bottle. And then before I knew it, I was... I wasn't dealing with my emotions, and I went through this extreme amount of pain, and then you obviously start painkillers, right? And I was drinking this alcohol, and I was on painkillers, and then the painkillers are not working, so you need antidepressants. Uh, so take the antidepressants, So the antidepressants are not working, and you want the next quick fix. So okay, what's gonna help us? Let's go to sleep. And then I started taking sleeping pills, and the sleeping pills are not working. And literally, it just goes doof, 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 Dominoes. I've drank and all of the alcohol in the house. I've taken all of this mixed medication within the space of like 48 hours. And next thing I know is that I can't see straight, I can't walk, I go to sleep and I don't recall waking up, but I, I woke up and I created a shh. There was a nightmare to deal with because I woke up in someone else's house who was a relative of mine. I had literally gone back. I had taken a wine bottle. I was trying to get more alcohol. I had broken the wine bottle on the wall. And then eventually got so painful that I actually started um self-trigger. That I actually started ripping myself um, with the, the broken bottle top off the wine, because I felt so disgusted in myself and like why would he do this to me why, and it's, it's, it's I think that ego touches on very grounded issues like this that that we all go through as people. Um, it's a similar type of thing where it's just, it's the slightest thing that can just set you off and before you know it, you, you've you reached a point of no return. And sometimes we're lucky when we come back, but sometimes the reality of the situation most often is that a lot of us don't. And especially in Pride and especially in LGBTIQA, there's so much issues that we deal with based on sexual identity. and self-identity, and to also go and have to deal with the world Mm. and those violence um, against us and those issues, it doesn't take a second for something to just snap and for you to lose it and go on into the addiction or or go basically the other way and there's no coming back from it. So it is quite a touching issue and it is quite a strong issue, but it's also something that that's why we try to create these kind of spaces. We try to create these plays and try to create... These these productions, the touch base, because we want to communicate with you, we want to bring you closer. It's about reconnecting with people and getting our networks in place. To have that friend that you can text and it's like, you know, I'm
0: not feeling down right now. Can you come over to a beer Mm -hmm. and talk to someone who understands you? Also, uh, the effect that's coming out and the problems they have at home have on the youth and the alcohol and drug problems there. Um, as well as some of the mental health issues that young people and um, others within our community face. We'll talk about that in just a moment, so stay right where you are. I'm Hendrik for Gay radio where you are family. There's always something new on our website. Come and check it out for yourself. Gaysa Gay is radio where you are family. Uh, Hendrik here with a cast of Ego. We're talking about... Uh, young people struggling to come out to to their families, and then what do they do? They revert to the cheapest and and easiest solution. Numb the pain with some alcohol. Take some drugs. And how quickly is it because before people get stuck and that becomes a lifestyle and our community is riddled with drugs and alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of bleak, I'm sorry, but...
3: um, I mean,
0: society is riddled with drugs and
3: alcohol. We exist within society, but our... um, Bracket, I suppose our community bears a lot of the brunt of society's anger Mm -hmm. A lot of it is, you know, people will be homophobic or shitty just because they are ignorant or, you know, it's based in their own insecurities Um, and you know, mental illness is like that is something that everyone has, um, like to deal with in some ways, but it goes so, like, you know, hold hands, holds hands with substance abuse. And I think definitely in our communities when people have those feelings of self-loathing, um, if it like, be a gender dysphoria or internalized homophobia or any of that, it's a way to deal. Like, you can't deal with the fact that you want to sleep with a man, um, so get drunk and then do it. And then it's fine. Um, mm-hmm. You don't have to think about the fact that you're cheating on your girlfriend or that you are betraying God or whatever it is that you feel is going horribly um, it, it's, it's quite sad and also just, I mean, the fact that drinking is legal and so sort of widely encouraged as like a part of the hookup scene, you know, it's true. It's really like it's, I know personally, I didn't, the first multiple times I had any kind of interaction with someone when it was sexual, I was not sober for any of those. Um, and I mean, I, just, I know that's probably like that way for a lot of um, people who suffer with gender dysphoria in any way, um, if it's based on your weight or your height or your, your gender um, you know, just body dysmorphia. Sorry, mm-hmm. it's probably the word for it. Yeah, <laughs> not gender dysmorphia. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, unfortunately, it's a very readily available coping mechanism, mm-hmm. legal and illegal substances. It's not a healthy coping mechanism and it doesn't solve anything. Mm-hmm. But it is something that everyone shares across the board, regardless of who you sleep with or what your genitalia are or your
0: gender or whatever. Gay Sa Radio, we you are your family. Um, we'll be right back with uh, some more chats about issues within the LGBTQ plus community uh, based on the play Ego, uh, which is being performed by Mishmash Media Productions. I'm Hendrik for Gay SA Radio, where you are family. Gay Sa Radio is an online radio station and we stream through the Internet. And many people say, but what about my data? Well, it only takes 30 megabytes per hour to listen to Gay Essay Radio. Now compare that to YouTube or Facebook and you will know Gay Essay Radio is affordable. Gay Essay Radio, where you are family. Gay Essay Radio, we are family. I'm Hendrik. And uh, we're talking Mishmash Media Productions. The show is called Ego. And uh, from that, there's a few themes uh, that, uh, of course, reflect back to us Um, Good theatre always holds up the mirror to society and I think that's what you guys are going to do for us and we're going to be very interested to see how you do that. Um, But um, let's talk about loneliness. There are so many people in this community of ours which are left out. They're not even part of the scene. They would be within... And and I was seeing something yesterday, was it on a Netflix documentary, that loneliness is the biggest mental health issue worldwide that's developing. Do you think that's a problem in a beautiful city like this, full of beautiful queer people? Do we still have lonely people that are lost and left behind? (laughs) Definitely. Or is it all got to do with our cell phones? They'd be so busy talking to people on our Electronic devices that we've forgotten how to interact. It's incredible that the world's overpopulated, but everyone's lonely. That <laughs> makes no sense. Hey? Um, but mm. I mean,
3: definitely, I think because of like there is so much benefit to social media, but a lot of people just lost the ability to walk up to someone and start a conversation. Getting a kiss emoji on the phone or a nude or fucking whatever isn't, is never the same as just getting a hug from anyone. Yes.
1: Um, I believe in hugging. Yes. Oh, I'm a big hugger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, I mean, each of us around this table have had a journey and have been alienated to some degree from friends and families. And, I mean, Laura, have you had that experience where you felt like there was nobody you could oh, talk Oh, definitely. To and, you know?
1: I actually moved away from home for a while, um, just shortly after coming out as trans to, to my folks because they couldn't accept it. So I actually went and stayed with a friend, uh, she was also a lesbian um, lady Um, we shared a flat in Belleville for about three or so months that I was away from home without them knowing where I was but it's actually very interesting how the story developed but also very sad in a way because what happened was that friend of mine actually speaking about um, substance abuse and Mm. stuff early on, she had quite a heavy drinking problem and she went up to go and visit another girl up in, I can't remember where it was, also KZN somewhere. And uh, what happened while she was there, she actually fell off the back of a bucky and she like was airlifted back here. She was in a coma for about three months. And when she came back out of it again, she was not able to, um, she had brain damage, so she wasn't able to do it anything for herself anymore. She had to, like, move back home, stay with her parents They had to, like, wow, wow, wow. look after. So it's actually very sad, and we were very close. Mm. Um, and even during that time, obviously, I couldn't afford the rent of the apartment by myself anymore, so I had to also move back home. So it's actually interesting how it worked out, but during that time, with my folks and they missing me so much and wondering what had happened, like, being, like, out of it with, with mm-hmm. worry – yeah, I actually.
0: You ended up being closer I actually
1: um, got closer because then they started being more willing to listen oh. and being more open to actually. If you tell them there's a book, they actually would read it and like want to know what you're dealing hmm. with and what you're going through. Whereas before that, we had, like, hectic fights that even got physical at home between me and my dad, mm. etc. Um,
0: so it know. seems like getting away from it and having some perspective certainly helped. Yes, because it gave They've, them perspective yes, as well. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. interesting, eh? Because I think, um, I mean, we go through all these things, but, but parents have to go through all of this. And in some some. Yes. In some ways, have to go. My child is dead, and there's a new person, a new identity. Yes. You know, you've got to change your relationship with your child. That must be but really hard. But also, the thing
1: is, your child isn't really dead. That's the whole thing. That but that I mean, is it's not to... the same
0: person. It's not the same name. It's yeah,
1: but I think the soul is well, the, the same. same person. I'm saying, yeah. but.
0: For, from a parent's perspective, it must be really hard. That's yeah, what I'm, no, I'm definitely,
1: to say. it's definitely very hard. Hmm.
0: It's so funny, like listening to both of your stories. Also, it seems like you you're
3: not trans unless you've run away from home. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh, you must tick that no, box Yes. yes. That box. Um, but, um,
3: also, what you were talking about that that everyone, my psychologist spoke about, it my parents spoke about. It, everyone talks about mourning the death of a child, a daughter. In my family's case, that always bothered me because I know that. The goal that existed was a fabrication. It was something that I created, in, in my case, to satisfy everyone else. Because I knew who I was. I, I always knew. But as soon as you hit purity, you realize that other people don't see that. And then there's this disconnect mm-hmm. between who you are and who they think you are. And then you have to play a character. And um, mm-hmm. I the thing that I cannot communicate to my parents, no matter how many times I've tried, how many ways I've said it, is just... That goal that existed was so desperately sad and fake. How could you mourn her death? She didn't want to be alive. And everyone keeps saying you need to have, be patient and all of that, but I just, I don't understand how parents can't just be happy that their child isn't suffering anymore. I don't understand why that's not yeah. enough for them hmm. to just at least back it, at least use the pronouns or, you know, hmm. just not introduce you as their daughter when you have a full hmm. month starting. Hmm. People, it raises questions. I think it comes back, so back to the one, ego of know. the
1: parent there, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes even the parent could have like some psychological um, issues as well. That's also a possibility. Mm. Um, course, yeah. yeah.
3: You want to be sympathetic. but yes. you Because you want to have a relationship. Absolutely. With mm. Absolutely. Then, with them, then it's like you're a ghost. Um, you're in your house and looking at these pictures of you that aren't you anymore. And that's yeah. all they have. Like I actually yeah. took my family photographs of myself from and <laughs> months. Like here, this is what I look like. Put these up. Yeah. That goal's not coming back. Mm. And I mean, yeah. I destroyed
1: was. all the old photos. I went and I snuck in and I tore them all up and You're destroyed the, them. The
3: yes. And it's so um, dramatic. Wow. And I
1: yes. went. Actually went through a through a phase where I didn't allow any pictures mm. during the the early transition mm. years because I felt so ugly and so mm. not comfortable that in my skin. So yeah. yeah. So I always said, no pictures. When everyone takes a picture, then there's no chance I would be on it. Later on, they knew, no, don't ask her, she won't be on it. But yeah. Okay. None better.
2: <laughs> that is, that is like really crazy. Um, I actually don't have that connection to my family. Um, my mom thinks I'm going through a phase and so she constantly sends me pictures of yeah. me as a guy. Um, mm. and then my dad is in complete denial. My coming out was basically my mom going through almost depression and my dad saying, and asking me, what do you want me to tell people? They keep on asking these questions and I was like, tell them it's true. And that was the end of that conversation. And every time I go home, they kind of like, your father's coming out Do not put on makeup. Or my mom's like, do you want to wear heels now? Like, or like, do you have to wear your hair? Like, and I don't think that I've changed. I haven't yet started transitioning, um, or. Or thinking about transitioning, I do respect transgender people's choices, but myself, I just feel like there's never—it's never going to be good enough. You're never going to be female enough, male enough. I, I feel like I'll, I'm going to get caught somewhere in the middle, and or I'm going to go through an extreme point and end up like Michael Jackson, like just lost my nose and everything. It's like, <laughs> like I'm just going to become the next, the next plastic. And I think that's what it is, about, and that may be just my ego, but. Even my brother, I have one brother who's just in Johannesburg, I haven't spoke, seen him in years, and he's he's currently praying that I would get better.
0: And you just going to look at me and it's working.
2: So every time I get like random calls or whatever. But I also realized that with regards to isolation, that our family, uh, I've, I've been doing this thing quite a bit, and a recent family event that I wasn't invited to because it was going to come with a mandate for me mm-hmm. to dress up in men's clothing, and it made me take a sense and, and, and record of, like, how many times I've made excuses for my family when you want to be seen with them in public, when you want to do something, when you invite them to do things. And then they were like, no, I'm busy, I've got to see I've got that there, or I'm, I'm married now, or I've got this band practice or whatever. And I realized that you know I've actually been making excuses for them being absent in my life, and they've never actually been there. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's there's, there's always for me there's always been that disconnect from my family. I was never I was mm-hmm. never a part of it. It, it was, mm-hmm. and so I think that that's why it was so easy for me to just pack a suitcase and move to Cape Town, because I don't have that relationship with my my yeah. my family. Um, we are very big family, yes, but I just have that relationship with like two aunts or something. that i not even my cousins like. I don't. I can't tell you when's the last time I sat with my cousin and had coffee. Mm-hmm. So they there is that isolation. Which is why I said that you had to try and learn to keep this very hard skin, and you had to learn to to be happy on your own. Um, and it also creates these issues of yes. trust and. Who can I trust? Um an ego actually raises questions yes. of trust. Um <laughs> and who can you trust? Like what do I do? And what yeah, do like I say? Why is
3: someone engaging with you? Is it exactly because they want yes. to know who you are or they want to know your body. Are exactly. Yes. So you,
2: it's just like what what do you want from me in return? Because it's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, why would you even come up to me like like the rest of the yeah. world is feeding me this way? So why would you approach me and have that conversation? Yeah. And it actually it's
3: damaging because then sometimes if someone does genuinely want to just get to know you then your defense mechanism can completely block that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. And I think social media is such a barrier for that as well because I'm, I'm, I am I'm, have a very decent following on, on Instagram and, and Facebook and TikTok and with like a couple thousand people and people always react and respond to my texts, but I, I can promise you there's like two people, maybe three people that I actually sit down and have a conversation with or that I've that have actually... Real human interactions. Real human interactions. Yes. Cause, so it's very also... Online, and, and, and obviously, online you can't post your real self uh, or the truth, most of the truth about your real self because people are like, Oh my gosh, you're being so depressing. But <laughs> that is your life,
3: right? Because you walk every day out. The moment you leave your, your house, you're open to attack. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, also, loneliness at its core is a primal instinct, it's, um, it's a survival tactic because yeah. if you were lonely, it meant you were being left out of the group, which meant you were more at risk of getting mauled by a lion or whatever. So it's like being hungry,
0: you get lonely. So you need to just, you know, hug someone, man, have a conversation. It's not that bad, it's not that scary. There we go. Go and hug somebody. That's what you're going to do now while you listen to the next song. And uh, we'll wrap this all up in just a moment. I'm Hendrik for Gayser Radio, where you are family. Keep listening to Gay SA Radio, where you are family. Gay SA Radio, we are family, the cast of Mishmash Media Productions. So the production is Ego. It's on at the Baxter Theatre. If you've missed it, well, go and see the next one. It's in the series of The Seven Deadly Sins. So what's the next one after
3: Ego? The next one is Don't Look At Me. It is Lust. Uh, All-female cast, as far as I know, so that's exciting.
0: After that is Greed. I'm not... I I think it's a two-man cast, that one. Okay. Yes. Yeah, exciting times. times. Mission Mission Media Productions is a great little company who deals with a lot of LGBTQ plus uh, issues and actors and actresses and uh, does some great work, I think, for the community. And... um, shows who we are and what our problems are and maybe helps us with a bit of solutions along the way so thank you so much guys for your time here today so much appreciate
1: it thank Thank you so much
0: it's uh, been lovely getting to know all of you and having a great time and um, getting to know your talents I didn't know you had all these wonderful talents hidden away I will be be there I will be there don't you worry and I'll be asking the audience what they thought there we go so that wraps it up for now Uh, we'll be back a bit later with some more great content here on Gay Essay Radio with your family. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook. Uh, just go to facebook.com forward slash Radio. And if you go to our event section there, you'll see uh, all the productions by Mishmash as well. As we list all the events that we can find that's got anything to do with anything vaguely LGBTQ+. So that's the best place to go for that. In the meantime, well, you can put the um, cell phone or your PC a bit louder now because here's some great music. I'm Hendrik for Gay S.A. Radio where you are family.